Hi, everybody. It's Erin. And Meg. And welcome back to this week's episode of the Love You Mean It podcast. Like every week for, I don't know, the past... what is it 30 weeks now we are recording remotely (laughs) i feel like 2020 has been like five years no (laughs) it's very it hasn't even been five months like (laughs) i know i totally agree i've been seeing all those memes that are like y'all really rang in 2020s asking for the roaring 20s and this is what you get i know it was like it was like a great depression unemployment (laughs) like plague i was like fuck yeah, but hopefully this no, podcast is at least, like, somewhat helping you guys through these difficult times. It's definitely helping us. Oh, yeah, definitely. But today's episode is actually really exciting. I mean, I guess it's not really exciting, but especially during this pandemic, everybody's on their phone. I've been seeing all those memes, too, about people being like, yo, my t- my screen time is nine hours. And honestly, I totally agree. Shit. I just updated my, like, the software on my laptop today, and now my laptop has screen time, and I don't even want to know how high that shit is it's well, if you high. think about it too because like a lot of people use their laptops and like ipads and stuff like that to watch tv on mm-hmm. so if you watch like one episode of a show that's like an hour that's already an hour so if you like, I know. binge watch a show yikes <laughs> no and especially because like i do like online classes on my laptop well because i used to look at my screen time on my phone and I was uh-huh. like, oh my god, my screen time's like, I was like, oh my god, my screen time's like, what, like two hours? I was like, okay, I'm a baller, like, I'm out here being intellectual, not on my phone. And I wasn't thinking that, like, my iPad, like, I watch YouTube on my laptop, I edit videos on my laptop, I text my laptop, I take notes, I, all the sorts of stuff. So I don't really even want to know what my screen time is. But this week's episode is going to be really exciting because we're talking about social media and we're going to be talking about the pros and the cons we're going to be talking about our experiences with social media and kind of how we view everything yeah but before we get into the meat of the episode we're going to do everyone's favorite segment which is what we're thankful for this week and like always i'm going to go first i am thankful for my boyfriend john this week um that's a good one yeah but so if you guys don't know i have been quarantining with him it's honestly gone pretty smoothly like we're still together (laughs) that's like already better than a lot of other couples i've been seeing yeah so i think that's good we honestly don't fight that much um we did have a fight like i don't know if it was like two weeks ago i think i talked about it on another episode it wasn't a big deal but yeah we really don't like fight that much like we'll like bicker more like an old couple but it's not like actual fighting I don't know I've been having a good time and I'm just thankful for him because like I don't have my family I don't have my friends and like I've had stuff happen to me like I lost my job and stuff and I've had to go on unemployment he's just been so generous with everything like money and just like it's not even about that but like he has just been so supportive and great throughout this time and it's really showed me a lot like about who he is and especially too because I've been spending so much time with him that like I don't I literally don't have any alone time really like I'll have like maybe an hour or or two a day like that's if he plays like video games or something but like I don't even go to bed alone like I'm with him all the time so I think it's pretty good that we're still like chugging along and we're still happy and yeah he just brings me a lot of like comfort during this shitty shitty time wow meg that was really good thanks darling yeah i mean definitely i have been like fighting tooth and nail every day of my life like every waking moment of my life 
to get Meg's boyfriend to at least be on one episode. I don't even have to be on the episode. Just if Meg would like talk to him, chat with him. So please go DM the Love You Mean It podcast Instagram at Love You Mean It podcast. And please ask Meg to convince her boyfriend to at least be on an episode for like five minutes. I really want him to. I talked about it with him like maybe like a week or so ago. And he's just more, (laughs) he's more shy well honestly anyone is more shy than Aaron and I like we literally (laughs) don't shut up he's just nervous that like he won't know what to say or like he's gonna mess up or something it's kind of cute but I'm like well we can edit it like it's not a big deal exactly but I think he said it would depend on the topic I think he kind of wanted to talk more about like his interests beer wine he suggested a while back that he wanted to do like a craft beer episode where like we just try a bunch of like weird beers which I thought would be kind of cool because a lot of places you can like build your own six pack Mm -hmm. so we could just like grab one of like each of these random beers and like review them and just like talk about them he studied viticulture as a minor in college so which is like the study of wine but he also had to take a lot of alcohol classes like he took um he made spirits like he made like gin and vodka and like all that stuff and then he also made beer and it's like something he's like really passionate about like he when he retires he wants to open a brewery and Aww. he actually wants to buy like brewing equipment with his best friend Christian so that they can like start brewing their own beer so I don't know I just think it would be interesting because I honestly don't know a lot about it I love beer and so does Aaron But we honestly don't know a lot about it. So I think that would be an interesting episode. Yeah, like, I feel like it could be good to just have him on the podcast and just do, like, a casual episode. Like, you could literally be trying beer and then talking about, like, I don't know, just, like, talking about your relationship, talking about, like, quarantining with another person, just all different stuff. And just, like, talk about his interests, your interests. I feel like that could be a good episode. So definitely let us know on the Instagram if you'd be interested in that. I am single, so I could do a solo episode. We've just been really interested in doing, like, bonus episodes. This upcoming Thursday, we are doing a happy hour episode, so stay tuned for that. Just a lot of content coming your way. But what I'm loving this week, I would have to say, honestly, what I'm loving- I'm just kidding. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that'll come eventually. That'll come eventually. Um, What I'm loving this week is definitely, oh my God, Lily, you're like, oh, me. And I'm like, about to talk about like a beauty product. (laughs) Okay, that is me though, honestly. (laughs) I love beauty products. What I'm loving this week is something that I just fell back in love with today, and it's my Better Than Sex Mascara. If you guys didn't know, I talk about it in like literally every single episode, so I'm sure you do know. But I have a YouTube channel. I was filming two videos today. I was filming one video all about our school because a lot of people have been asking me questions, and I filmed another video just like about myself. I wanted to film those two videos, and the videos that I always film about UNH get like thousands and thousands of views not to flex I like don't want people to be seeing me looking like a rat with no makeup so I did my makeup today for the first time in over a month like I haven't done my makeup since like before St. Patrick's Day which is insane and so I did my makeup and I'm just like sitting in my bed right now recording this podcast and I look fire and so I just want to shout out the better than sex mascara for just making my eyelashes on fleek and like making me look fantastic Like, I was strutting around my house today, being like, damn, she looks good. So, shout out to Better Than Sex Mascara. You're a real one. I don't even have any makeup here. 
Like, I didn't bring anything. When I went back to the apartment before I came back here, like, when I went back, like, uh, pro God, probably, like, a month ago at this point to, like, grab more sweatpants. Because when I packed my bag the first time, I was like, oh, it'll be, like, five days and I'll be back. And then I was like, oh, shit, this stuff's, like, real. And so then when I packed my bag to come back for, like, two months, that's when I grabbed, like, well, I was just grabbing all the stuff that I normally grab because I was like, who knows, like, when we'd be able to go back in public. So I did grab a few makeup products. And I'm only glad I did for this instance because I haven't worn makeup since. I know. I, I honestly don't have that many clothes here. Like, I have, I've just been doing laundry. Mm -hmm. Like, I have, like, maybe, like, four or five sweatshirts and then, like, a couple, like, two t-shirts or something. Like, I honestly don't have a lot of clothes, so I don't really know what I'm going to do. And especially, it's, like, it's getting warmer, mm -hmm. so... I so mean, I don't really go outside, like, too much, so it's mm -hmm. not that bad, but, like, I don't know. I know, that's my problem, I'd too. I'd have to figure that out. Like, especially because I've been, like, working out more, that, like, I only brought, like, I mean, I brought, like, five pairs of leggings, which sounds like a, a lot, but, like, if I'm working out, like, five days a week, I need to be doing my laundry, like, once a week at this point, which I obviously don't want to do, so I literally had to, like, scavenge through my childhood closet to find, like, workout leggings wearing a pair right now but w like one thing that has been frustrating kind of like what you just said is that like I haven't had like I didn't I like I packed clothes but like I packed a lot of sweaters thermals long sleeves sweatshirts all the kind of stuff and like I have like two like summery shirts but I don't have any pants to wear them with that aren't leggings so uh hope this stuff end soon so we can go back yeah i don't really know what i'm gonna do but stay tuned yeah i might like or order shit on amazon or something <laughs> yeah i think i'm honestly gonna have to like get around to that point because i mean i don't know i just and plus like i just like to buy like a couple items like each season mm -hmm. like i'll i don't know that's kind of just what i do so i kind of am in the shopping mood anyway and a yeah. lot of places are having sales so oh my god i saw that Quick shout out to all of the doctors, the delivery workers, all of the restaurant workers, everybody that just like everybody that's still working and is out on the front line right now, making it possible for people to online shop and get things delivered to their house and all these different things. I don't know if she's listening, but also I should have talked about this is what I'm loving this week. But shout out to our friend Miller. We've talked about her on the podcast before, but she works at the coffee shop that we work at and she so graciously reached out to all of us, me, Meg, and all of our coworkers, and reached out and said, hey, my mom and I have a bunch of fabric, a bunch of time on our hands, and we would be willing to do this for free, which is honestly incredible. And she hand sewed, like, at home, like, five different masks for me and my family members, which means so much to me because my grandma is obviously somebody that is in, like, the more vulnerable community, and I have, like, a, I mean, I ha have, like, a sister that doesn't leave the house, but my mom is the one that does the grocery shopping for everybody, and my dad is still working because he's still an essential worker at this moment, so I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to her and a quick shout-out to all the people that have been working so hard. Yeah, no, I think that's really nice that she did that. I didn't have to take her up on that, but I think it's that was like so nice of her to even like think about us and like offer and also like she's in Nashville with her family right now and so she had to send like all those you know and that cost money 
and she spent a lot of time making them. Like, hand sewing takes fucking forever. Mm -hmm. So I think that's so nice that she did that. Yeah. But before we get into the rest of the episode, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. All right, everybody. Thank you guys so much for listening to the ad. As you know, we really appreciate all of your listenership and your, I don't know, just like your support on the Instagram as well. We've really been appreciating it during this time, but we're really excited to be getting into this episode. We wanted to talk, first of all, about the pros and cons of social media, starting with the pros, ending with the cons, and then having a lot of discussion. And Meg actually made a list of pros and cons, and so she's going to be sharing them with us, and then we're just going to be kind of discussing them, like I said, and we hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. Okay, so the first pro I have is news alert distribution. And this can definitely be a con, but I think, like, right now it can be a con. But I think normally it's a pro because I get notifications, like, from Twitter and stuff. And they're always super informative. They're usually from news sources. So they're from CNN, they're from MSN, they're from you know, like, different accredited news sources, which I think is nice, and, yeah, like, if you, if you have a Twitter account, I'm not sure if all of you do, but there is a section where you can tap on a little icon, and it brings you, it's, like, all world news, which I think is really cool, and there's hashtags and stuff for what's going on in the world, and, like, obviously, I don't think you should get all of your news off of, Twitter I think it should be diversified but I think that's like a good quick little thing to just kind of freshen up a little bit each day and like know what's going on but also you have to make sure that your sources are credible I think that's the the most important thing like star that underline it you have to make sure you're correctly informed yeah I mean like I definitely feel like kind of like Meg said it's just a way to like add to the news that you're already getting well I turned them off during this quarantine but before this whole quarantine I was like I had notifications on for like Meg said like CNN and all this different stuff from the news app and so I was getting the news from there because I'm not really somebody that like checks the news too often however I think it's a good like supplemental place to go and get additional news and like Meg said you have to really make sure that it's credible news. I'm not going to be sitting on Twitter on Hollywood Life Twitter account and be like, ooh, oh my God, the celebrity gossip is like so accurate. But I think it's really important to make sure your, your news is credible. This kind of goes along with this, and we've seen this a lot already even this year, but it helps with global disaster relief. And so things like the Australian wildfires, COVID-19, things like that, it gives people a platform to inform other people. Like I follow a couple Australian influencers and they were showing pictures and videos of Australia when it was happening. And then I went ahead and donated because I saw like quote unquote firsthand through my phone, how bad it was there. And so I was like, oh my God, like that's terrible. And without that, I probably wouldn't have donated. I wouldn't have known where to donate. So I think that can be a great thing. And I think also it spreads social awareness. So if someone, for example, says something about like, that's a racist comment 
people can kind of debate that and refute that and just let people know that like that's not okay to say that and like it just gives everyone a voice to like just universally like educate people which I think is great yeah for sure next up you can meet people you would have never met otherwise so a lot of people talk about internet friends and you can meet them through various platforms like I know Aaron has a YouTube friend shout out to Juliana I just think it's so cool that you can meet people from all over the world like I was just looking on my creative account for my Instagram where I post illustrations and stuff and there are people following me from all over the world like Greece and South Africa and just like places that like I would never like just meet anyone from I think it's really cool that you're just connected with anyone in an in in an instant I know I, I feel like that's what makes like every part of like the cons that we'll get to in a like a little bit like worth it is that like being able to connect with people that like you never would have known like kind of like Meg saying like we have listeners in Greece and Ireland and all over the world like Israel it's just crazy that like we never would have probably ever met these people and like they can listen to us on social media and like I don't know you can still like connect with people like I don't know in ways that you never really could before next up it allows you to keep in contact with people you don't see often I think that's really important right now so like if you like are friends with people from high school or something and you want still want to see what they're up to then you're able to do that through social media also it's kind of annoying though because that's like a double-edged sword (laughs) sometimes you're friends with people like on Facebook and stuff out of obligation and you don't really want to see their stuff but you feel bad deleting them or blocking them so you kind of just leave it and then over time I feel like it gets sort of annoying But I think social media is a great tool to communicate with people. A lot of groups and stuff, I know like college organizations and stuff, they use Facebook messaging. And so I think it's sort of just a tool that honestly everyone needs to have. Not everyone, but like I feel like the most, like most people should have it if you want to be involved in things. Mm -hmm. Next up, it helps businesses grow, both big and small. So you see corporations like McDonald's, these huge, massive corporations like Target and all that stuff. And I've actually like had to reach out to them on Twitter and stuff and like say that like I've had a problem with X, Y, and Z and like they get back to you right away. And I think that's really cool that you're able to directly talk to a company, which is like crazy because normally like you, like in the olden days, you'd probably have to call or like write a letter or something, just, right? Or just like fact- deal with it. And I'm like, the fact that you can just like reach them at any point is actually insane. No, I know. Like it was crazy. Like I had an issue with our podcast software that we use. Not really an issue. It was just like a question. And I reached out to their support, and they had a thing on their website that said, "Oh, due to COVID nineteen, we're experiencing a like a a slowdown in the response time. So like, please be patient." And not even twelve hours later, they responded to me. So I thought that was super impressive. And it wasn't like an automated thing; like it wasn't actually like someone wrote it out because it was that they like answered each of my questions. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really cool. And also, small little businesses like us were able to use it to grow our podcast and let people know 
what we're talking about and we also get to engage with our listeners which is something that is super new and that businesses have not had in the past yeah I mean like I think it's so cool too seeing like even brands that like only exist on social media so for example there'll be like little boutiques on Instagram and stuff and like they would have never had the opportunity to like showcase their work and all these designs like I know there's this little boutique called my mom made it and it's like this girl and she like literally sells like hand sewn hand designed fashion through Instagram and like she never would have had that opportunity without Instagram so it's just cool to see like I don't know the impact that it can have like positively and the last pro I have for social media is that it's just funny and entertaining the meme culture is just so good especially on Twitter Instagram is like okay but Twitter is like the cream of the crop honestly so funny we were literally just talking about before we started recording this episode how much we love Twitter and how like we feel as if it's a social media up like of its own and like apart from everything else just because I feel like it's just so lighthearted and fun and it's just it feels like it's like a different environment than the other ones yeah I feel like it's less mm-hmm. toxic than Instagram where Instagram is just so visual whereas Twitter does have images but they're usually just funny memes it's very satirical it just makes fun of everything that's going on right now. Honestly, people just get dragged on Twitter and I just live for it. Like, it's just so funny. I know. Honestly, like, the whole app itself is just, like, one big laugh. It's always there to make you smile. And honestly, it just, I think Twitter is my favorite by far. And it just makes me feel like I'm not alone, especially right now. I love just going, like, just scrolling through my feed and seeing all these relatable tweets about quarantine and like how miserable people are and it honestly just makes you laugh and I think that's really important and especially in a time right now where you just need to laugh to get mm-hmm. through the bullshit all right now we're gonna talk shit dun, dun, dun. so some cons of social media I think now it's gotten too commercial I think there are so many ads which I think oh is my god really I annoying. hate it I feel like every other post is like sponsored hashtag ad like swipe up to buy this like you know have you noticed I, I don't know if it's just me, but have you noticed personally that Instagram has had way more ads yeah. as of late? No, I've definitely noticed that. Like, I've, I don't know. I've, I've Like, I don't even know if it's, like, more ads or if I'm just, like, noticing it more because I'm on my phone. No, I feel like it's, like, every fifth post is, like, sponsored. And I'm like, oh, my God, can you? Like, I'm so that person that will buy a premium version of an app because I hate okay, ads me. so much. <laughs> I cannot buy a premium version of Instagram, which is I know. really annoying. I know, like, so. part of me gets mad at myself for getting upset because, like, obviously we have the podcast and, like, we do social media and, like, I've done social media for my internship and I'm currently in, like, a social media class where, like, I'm learning about this stuff. Like, part of me gets mad for getting upset, but also I'm like, bro, tone it down. Like, I don't really care if people are promoting mm-hmm. themselves. Like, if they're... That they have a little shop on Etsy or something, or like us, how we're doing a podcast. Like, if I, I follow a bunch of podcasts and I don't get annoyed when they post things, I get like excited. I'm like, oh, they have a new episode or whatever. But when it's like businesses, like big businesses, like Target and stuff like that, I'm like, you guys are so big anyway. Like, you don't need to be spending money on advertising. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, just stick to, I think, like, 
traditional yeah. media if that makes sense same but, with, like, like i also hate when like brands will like sponsor so many people like i don't i mean i don't really know how much youtube you watch but i watch like a lot of different like lifestyle creators and like i watch a lot of different ones that i really wouldn't think have similar audiences and last week all in the same day it was like 15 or 20 of them posted videos. They were all sponsored by that app, House Party. Oh, Man, really? It was ridiculous. Like, it wasn't really a big deal because, like, the ads were honestly really tasteful. And they were only, like, 15 seconds. And they were just, like, thank you to House Party for sponsoring this video, all the stuff. Like, it was 15 seconds. Like, it wasn't a big deal. But, like, they were all sponsored by them. And I was like, oh man like give it a break i mean they're probably doing pretty oh, well no, right now sure. especially during this time <laughs> with like, like wow yeah so they're probably i honestly forgot about house party. i know i haven't used it since like freshman year uh, of high prob- school but i mean college they're probably just trying to reestablish themselves a little bit which is fine like i mean people need to talk i think that's really important mm-hmm. during this time another thing that kind of creeps me out in regards to ads on social media is how you'll like google search something and then you'll be on Facebook or something and you see like basically what you searched is like on the sidebar like mm-hmm. as an ad. I hate that. That honestly scares me. <laughs> like I know Google does that, but like I'll look up something on Amazon. I'll like just be online and then I see an ad for it and I'm like I, I know. don't like that. I just think that's really I was unsettling. watching a vlog. I mean, sorry, I filmed a vlog so- like a few weeks ago and I was watching a vlog of Brooke from Gals in the Go. And she was talking about this alcohol delivery service called Drizzly, where you can just, like, order alcohol and they'll just, like, drop it off to your house, kind of like Uber Eats. And so she was talking about Drizzly, and I'd never, like, watched the vlog before. And I was going on Instagram while I was watching the vlog, and then a sponsored post showed up for Drizzly. And I was like, ew. Ew. I honestly think I know, I was like, okay, FBI, I see you. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Enough about the ads, I hate them. Next up, we have uh, too much time not engaging with people around you, which I think is really important. I've noticed, especially just as the years have gone by, where, like, you'll go out to dinner and you just see people at the table on their phones. And that's something that really bothers me. I don't like if I'm, like, eating a meal with someone and they're on their phone. I don't know why. That's just, like, something that I think is so rude. But you see it all the time now. It's, like, normal. And I think that's kind of sad. I don't know if you guys have seen this. It was, I think it was viral, honestly. But there was this video on, on YouTube a couple years ago. I think it was called Put oh Down God. Your Phone. That video fucked me up. That was sad. And it was basically just all about how you miss out on opportunities because you're so engrossed in your phone. And you don't get to, like, meet certain people because you're talking to people that mm-hmm. aren't with you. And while I think it's important to do that, like, to talk to people who aren't with you, I think you should be present, and the most important people should be the ones that you're with in that moment. Another thing is not being active enough. So I think a lot of people just spend more time using technology in general, but particularly social media, because there's a lot of studies that have shown that it's been super, uh, like, addictive to people, and, like, just as much as cocaine and stuff like That's that, which is so like insane. crazy. It triggers your reward system in your brain. So when you keep scrolling, you just like feel like you're almost being rewarded. So that's why you keep wanting to scroll and scroll and scroll. Like I've been on my phone for like on Twitter and stuff, and then like an hour has gone by. And I, I know, and then I feel like it's almost like a habit too. Like 
I'll be sitting in like silence for a minute and then I'm on like Instagram and then I'm like just scrolling and I'm like what am I doing and I have to like force myself to put my phone down I'm like am I okay I remember for one of my psych classes I did an experiment I tried not to look at my phone for like a whole weekend basically so like I told people ahead of time that like I was doing this basically just didn't look at my phone at all like so even like checking the time I like didn't want to do that it was so hard the amount of times I like fucked up no, it's, like, you don't realize how many times you just, like, tap your phone to see if you have notifications. Like, you don't even have to unlock mm-hmm. the screen. If you just tap your phone to see what time it is, you tap your phone to see if someone texted you. And, like, you do that hundreds uh, of times a day. And you I know, don't I really, really notice. So, the day we're recording this episode, it's currently Saturday night. And earlier this morning, I've had an iPhone 7 for since, like, 2017. And this morning, I... My phone finally, it finally lost it to Apple and Steve Jobs. I've been reading all about it, but apparently, like, as further software updates go, like, up and up, it messes with the microphone on your phone. And so I finally had to give in and get a new phone today. And, like, I was, while I was trying to figure out my new phone, I had to, like, wipe everything off of my old phone. And so I've just been, like, living with my basically empty phone, like, nothing on it. And even, like, when I knew, like, nothing was on it, like, nobody was texting me, all of the stuff, I was still, like, literally, like, checking my phone. And, like, I would, like, hit the, like, the lock button to, like, look at the screen, even though I knew nothing was there. Because I'd reset it to factory settings. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, we are so addicted to, like, our phones and social media. It's insane. I saw this other experiment that a psychologist did, which I thought was so interesting. And so, basically, they gave... There were there were two groups. There were there well there was obviously a control, but there was a group that had um that didn't have phones, and then there was also a group that had mm-hmm. like a fake phone. So it wasn't an actual phone. It just like looked like an iPhone, and so they like went about their day, and then at the end of the day, they reported anxiety oh levels. And the group that did not have their phones reported significantly more anxiety than the people that had fake phones. So just having a fake phone that you didn't even, that you couldn't even use made them feel better than having nothing. I mean, like, I can imagine that, but also, oh my God. I mean, like, have you ever been out and your phone dies and you get, like, upset? I get like I get like angry. I'm like maybe we should like see someone for this. <laughs> no, I'm like I'm like God damn it, my phone's dead. Like just, I was like I need a charger, I need an outlet. Like you just it, you like lose your shit, and it's kind of it's just it's sad. Like it's honestly really sad when you take a step back and look at it. You're like wow, that's like really <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> Next up, we have commoditizing social status. You're valuing your self worth off of likes and followers, which I think is very prominent in this time of influencer culture all about the likes it's all about the views it's all about how many followers you have like I've had friends show me people and they're like oh she has like 8,000 followers it's like that's basically means she's Mm -hmm. like better than you just because they have more followers I know I know like Instagram was rolling out that update that they were doing where it was like taking away numbers of likes I still have numbered likes on my phone but I think it's more for like bigger accounts and I feel like that was a good idea instead of like obsessively checking the number of likes that accounts get 
a lot of influencers were like against that because companies wouldn't be able to see like the likes that they were getting on their photos. But like, obviously you can do business Instagram analytics, but it's just crazy how much like followers and numbers have to do with like influencer culture and all that. And a lot of it is linked to detrimental mental health. Like a lot of people are sad that they don't have enough likes or they don't Mm -hmm. have enough followers. I think a lot of people are just like always trying to chase that. They're always trying to chase the influencer status. Like you see people posting like a couple times a day. They're posting stories all the time, going to all these places. They're trying all these things. And it's like literally every hour of their day is on their Instagram. And I'm like, that has to be so much work. Like I run the Instagram for the podcast and I think that's a lot of work. And I only post like maybe max like two times a week and like maybe like a couple stories here and there but people that do that all day long I have no idea how they do that I was telling Meg that before we started this podcast episode I was talking to our friend Ariel and I was kind of talking to Meg a little bit too about just like I don't know like when it comes to like social media and like our own experiences with it because like we've talked about it in this episode already but like I have a YouTube channel but like I'm not, like, I was telling Ariel, like, I'm not out here trying to be, like, an influencer and trying to make this, like, my full-blown career and, like, trying to, like, be a blogger. Like, I'm literally just, like, I don't know, like, I only post on YouTube. Like, I'm not on my Instagram, like, posting, like, my daily routine and, like, all this different stuff. Like, I only post on YouTube. So, I'm, like, I feel like a hypocrite kind of sometimes, like, talking about social media and, like, influencers when I'm out here posting, like, college week in my life videos I don't know like hauls and like morning routines it's kind of like a fine line to walk when it comes to like what's toxic and like what's not well I think it's also Mm -hmm. your intent behind it I think if you're doing it for you you genuinely like to make videos I know you do and you genuinely like to edit them and make them look nice and I know you also like to go back and look at them sort of like a Mm -hmm. visual diary So I think that's something that's personal to you. I don't think you're doing it to gain millions and millions of subscribers and, like, get sponsored. Like, if that happened, that would be cool, but that's not, like, your goal. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think so, like, I don't think what you do is toxic, but I think influencers that are just on their phones 25-8, just posting, 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 and saying like being sponsored all the time I I think that's toxic I think you're pushing products on people that you probably wouldn't use yourself like do I believe Kendall Jenner uses proactive (laughs) absolutely not that bitch probably like bays in La Mer she does not use fucking proactive but okay like I think that's toxic but I think like if Erin did like oh my 10 favorite products like she's not getting sponsored for that like she's doing it because she wants yeah, to tell like, you her favorite products. So I think a lot of it has yeah, to do with Yeah, I think it's definitely intent. a good point, like, intent. And just, like, I don't know, like, the message you're trying to send out. Because, like, I feel like with some social media, there's this sense of comparison. Like, there's times that, like, you just feel bad about yourself and want to look hot and post a picture. But then there's also times where it's, like, you're trying to set up, like, unrealistic standards and, like, guidelines or like goals that like people should want to uh, like attain that are just not realistic and just aren't healthy for you or the people like watching your content exactly and I think comparison is the thief of joy I think if you're constantly comparing yourself to other people you're never going to be happy someone's always going to be prettier than you someone's always going to have a better job someone's always going to be traveling the world or they have a 
perfect partner, but those images that they're putting out are curated. They sit there for 20 minutes to hours planning what they're going to post, what filters to use. No one's posting like about how depressed they are or how they want to kill themselves or how much they hate their job. They're posting about what vacations they're going on, if they're going to happy hour. They only post what they yeah, want like, you to I see. Yeah, like, I mean, I think a comparison is definitely really prevalent anytime, but especially, especially during quarantine. I've seen so many people being, like, posting on Twitter, being like, don't compare yourself to other people's quarantine experiences, which I was like, oh my god, what? But after having, like, different conversation with friends and, like, seeing different influencers, I understand that. Like, I watched Danielle from Gals on the Go's YouTube videos, and she's quarantining in her huge house in Florida and living like on the beach and getting to swim in her pool every day and I'm like god I wish I could be quarantining like that sometimes but I feel like it's important to not use social media as like standards or like just like comparing yourself to anybody regardless of like what situation or like what lifestyle they're living because like they could be looking at your stuff wishing that they had what you had and it's just not healthy for anybody in that aspect. That's so true. Just going off what Erin said, the meme culture about celebrities and influencers that are bitching about how they're bored and stuff. But I'm like, you have these beautiful houses. You have all the money in the world. You're swimming in pools. You're in beautiful locations. Meanwhile, people don't have jobs. Yeah. Um, They're struggling to make ends meet. Like, it's this is a really serious time and also there's going to be a huge depression from this so things are only going to get worse like economic I mean not like also probably mental but (laughs) economic depression and it's going to affect the middleman a lot more than celebrities so the fact that people are complaining saying that like oh they're bored or whatever I'm like honestly shut up like there are people that have way more problems and I just think it's cool how I've seen like celebrities though like Jeffree Star He's been donating money to people to, like, pay for hospital bills or pay for rent or, like, stuff like that, which I think is really Mm -hmm. cool. And, like, I was scrolling through comments and stuff, and it's just, like, people talking about, like, what's going on in their lives. And they're like, oh, my four-year-old son has cancer and, like, I can't pay for his treatment. And it's just, like, you think your life sucks, but then also I think comparison can be a good thing because it shows Mm -hmm. you how good you have it. Like, there are always people that have it worse and stuff, and... So I think in a way that can also be good. But I think most of the time comparison can be really bad. I feel like too, there's just like that sense of understanding that needs to be had by everyone. Like understanding that like you both have separate lives. You're not the same as everybody else. And that you also have your own, I don't know, like your own personality and your own content and like your own life to bring to the table that like you don't really need to be comparing yourself and like pretending to be like anybody else. Yeah, no, 100%. I think one really big con of social media is FOMO. What I'm really appreciating during this quarantine, should have said that for what I'm loving. What what I'm loving these past two months is not having to deal with FOMO. I'm definitely somebody that when it comes to social media, I can definitely get caught up in FOMO. You guys have no idea. FOMO is the fear of missing out. And I'll see people posting at the bar or like the club or like wine tasting or like apple picking or any of this stuff or like with their friends. And I'm like, oh, man. I wish I was there I wish I was doing that but then I have to really sit down with myself and I'm like wait do I actually want to be doing that or do you like I think that I should want that no that's so true and I think that's honestly a universal experience I felt that 
oh my god I've been jealous of people and there's actually studies that there's one study in particular but they coined it Facebook envy and it's being Mm -hmm. jealous of your friends so it's just basically seeing what they're doing and you're like oh I'm jealous I wish I had that or oh I wish I'm I was doing that and honestly I think right now that's kind of not really a huge issue because everyone's yeah. honestly miserable right now so I think the concept of FOMO isn't really like a huge yeah. issue right now but I think it will always I know I think like it's something issue. to definitely watch out for like when I get like when I can I can like feel myself getting caught up in social media and FOMO and it's probably not the most healthy coping mechanism but honestly I just like delete my apps when it gets overwhelming or I feel myself getting too wrapped up in it or getting too worried about FOMO, like, what I do is I just delete them, so I don't really have to worry about them, and I can just, like, live my life and not get, like, sucked up, or, like, get lost in the hole of wondering what other people are doing, or, like, wishing that I was doing that, and, like, thinking that my life sucks because I'm not out on the beach right now, if that makes any sense. I feel like people have FOMO with their past Mm -hmm. life, just sort of, like, before all of this happened, you see people, like, posting throwback pictures all the time. And I think people are just really nostalgic for how life was. And I think everyone's sort of feeling like a new, like, genre of FOMO. It's like fear of missing out on your old life. I never even thought of it like that, but that's so true. Like, how many people have you seen on Instagram saying, like, oh, wish I was here on this vacation a year ago? Or, like, people have been sending me Snapchat memories from a year ago. I get them, like, at you least know. a couple times a week and that makes you me like, really sad this, too all this different stuff you know yeah so it is it is kind of sad it's like a whole new thing like version of FOMO which is interesting but I think it's like it's probably more positive than the other kind of FOMO yeah. but it's still sad I think it's kind of depressing um okay is there anything else I think just in general like something really it's just important to remember that like social media is everybody's highlight reel. Like Meg kind of talked about it earlier before, but I think just like the general takeaway that we want you to like, I don't know, me, I'm like the general takeaway that we want you to take away from this episode is just reminding yourself that social media isn't everything and it's not, I don't know, like it's not something to base your life around. Of course, it's important to have fun and you can express yourself and it is a way for some people to make a great income. But at the end of the day, like, social media is not what you're going to take with you like when you like pass away like I know that sounds really morbid but like it's more about like spending time with your friends and family and I don't know just like really having like a great life and having like a lot of great memories and if social media is where you want to share that or if you want to share your funny memes or if you want to connect with your family that's great but I feel like it's really important not to get all caught up in influencer culture and like looking hot and like face tuning yourself oh my god face tune stop using it y'all are hot enough as it is yeah if you have a yeah. pimple i don't give a shit if you have stretch marks or cellulite don't i literally don't care like everyone has them like stop making yourselves look thinner i'm tired of looking at girls pictures seeing objects in the background look all distorted because y'all are trying to make yourselves I, look skinny. I, like, need... I'm, Stop it. I'm not going to, like, put this in the description box down below. But there's an Instagram account, and it's called Celeb Face. I don't know if you follow it, Meg. But it has 1.3 million followers. And basically, they post, like, people's Facetune fails. So they'll post, like, 
the picture that was taken on the red carpet and then the picture that the actor posts and they'll post them like side by side and like it'll be like kind of like on visco where you can like hover over the picture and see the original and you can see all of the mistakes and like i'm well i think i think it's a private account so you have to follow it but basically they'll post like influencers like Hannah mojo and all of their facetune fails and even like they'll post celebrity faces really high up like close up and show like how like even their faces are it's just so interesting seeing that like i'll see pictures of like these different actresses and influencers and be like oh my god like they're so perfect all the stuff that they have their own insecurities and that like they're using facetune it's just like crazy to see yeah social media is not real at all it's just like a curated image of someone's life and like it's only the good things it's not really the bad things but when people do open up about negative things i really Mm -hmm. respect them for doing that like i I think that's really brave. Like, I understand why people facetune and stuff. Like, I get it. Like, you want to make yourself look the best you can. But it's also, like, you're kind of living a lie, bro. Okay, like, me. You're kind of living a lie, bro. No, like, just, I be, know. just like, be yourself. Like, people are following like, you honestly, for a reason. People care about you in your life for a reason. And I don't think you have to put on this fake show and, like, to pretend to be somebody you're not. Because in the I literally wrote, like, an outline for this podcast and at the end of the like at the end of all of the stuff that we've already talked about I wrote who really cares in all caps because truly who's really gonna care like when you're on your deathbed that you once had 18 million followers no that's literally so true and like you think that like people like care about your social media so much when they're literally looking at your picture for one second or they might like I've done this where like people post a bunch of Instagram stories and I just tap the screen really fast like I don't like, even get watch them. them. Yeah, so like just don't waste your time worrying about it. It's not it's not real. It's just not real life. I have a couple other points to make. One of them is that personal data is being bought and sold and this is oh, like a huge issue. This actually happened to John like uh, not even a week ago. He has like a video game account on this website called Steam. And it's just, like, online video games. And he had, like, his credit card saved into that app. And he's usually really careful. Like, he doesn't save credit Mm -hmm. card information. But he did because he had just purchased a game on it the day before. So someone hacked onto his credit card and bought, like, $600 worth of of stuff on, like, Nintendo or something. Like, it was stupid. But the person also got into their email oh they got into john's email so like and that one had a bunch of other accounts on it too so like but luckily all the stuff he had was paypal protected so it's a lot harder it's a lot harder to like access someone's account if they have a paypal like if it's not if their card information isn't saved on their accounts but like he had his student loan information on there like which had his bank account they also he also had his parents bank accounts information oh. on his email like for his student loans like he had all this shit he literally spent like two hours just changing all that his sucks. passwords to everything luckily the person so like i'm pretty sure what happened is they were hacking on to steam accounts and basically like hacking and then selling the account so, like, they changed his password to Steam so that he couldn't mm-hmm. get on. And they deleted all the emails from Steam. Like, oh, like, reset your password. Oh, like, whatever. They deleted every single one from Steam. And then they also deleted it from the oh. recycling bin. So, like, he had, there was no trace of Steam, which I thought was weird. But, like, they honestly could have done 
a lot worse. They only really did the Steam thing. And then they bought money, like, they bought stuff on Nintendo or whatever. But I'm like, he got a new credit card and, like, he got reimbursed Just for it. Just please be so careful, fine, guys. Yeah, this shit happens, wow. y'all. And it's scary how much you can, how much information you can find out about people. And, like, I know Facebook has gotten hacked in the past. And a lot of people's personal information has gotten leaked, like your emails on there, your phone number, where you live, where you went to college, your high school, where you work, like all this information about you is on Facebook. And like, I feel like people don't really think about how much information they're giving away when they agree to use mm-hmm. these platforms. It's, it's like so easy. And I think it makes you really vulnerable. Yeah, it makes you so vulnerable to like hacking and stuff like that so you really have to be careful about that and like I've had I remember I had a friend in high school who went to Florida and she like posted on her Facebook that she was in Florida and then someone broke into her house and like stole a bunch of stuff like they stole a TV they stole her mom's like jewelry like they stole a bunch of stuff and like the cops literally told her it was because she posted on her Facebook that she wasn't home and they ended up catching the kids it was like two kids from my high school that did it but so like they were friends with her they were friends with her on Facebook and that's how they found it so like you really have to be careful about what you're posting and like when you post it like a lot of like I've heard if you're going to post pictures from a vacation wait Mm -hmm. to do it until after you're back like if no one's home so like if Erin goes on vacation like her parents are still home like that's fine but like if her whole family goes on vacation she probably shouldn't be posting that she's not home so scary if you look at like police department like facebook pages and stuff like that like they always recommend like not posting Mm -hmm. like where you're going I know. I was like, that's so scary. We kind of talked about this before, but people are being, like, trying too hard to be famous. And, like, you see this a lot on, like, TikTok and stuff. Like, people just do, like, stupid shit just to get noticed. Like, remember when everyone was, like, eating Tide Pods? That was all for just, like, likes and followers. Or, like, when people will go into grocery stores and, like, lick ice cream pints. Yeah, just, like, stupid shit. It's, like, there's literally a phrase TikTok famous. Like literally people say all the time, oh, I want to be TikTok famous. I want to be TikTok famous. And I'm like, do you hear what you're saying? Like, what? It, it just, I don't know. I just, I know. It's just funny just, like, how like, a little side note. all of that like comes so quickly and how it's like, it's just like the generational differences and stuff like that. It's just so funny. Or how like, remember even when Vine was around, oh my people God. would say do it for the Vine. Like you're literally doing it. You're literally doing it to be noticed. So funny. And the last one I have is that social media spreads misinformation. So I think this is a huge issue, particularly in politics, because I, I've read like a bunch of stories and studies and like just kind of what happened with the 2016 election, where the Russians were spreading all this misinformation about Trump to people that were Republican. and it was very targeted. It was very methodical. And so like they were just spreading all this false information and that determined how people voted. And I think that is such a huge issue. If it's messing with our country's leadership, the fact that Facebook is that powerful where it can influence your vote is so scary. Yeah. So I think 
you really have to be careful again like we said in the beginning about your sources and just because you read it on the internet does not make it true and even sometimes like credible news stories get things wrong so I think it's always important to just keep checking and like staying informed to make sure that you know what's going on and you're aware especially when it comes to things like voting you don't want to go to the polls and just like being misinformed because I know what, and just like literally stuff in look general like <laughs> kind of like Meg said like not even not even outlets that you think are like credible are like literally when coronavirus came to the U.S. and just like came to more like closer to like Britain and stuff like that everybody was reporting that the first celebrity to get coronavirus was Daniel Radcliffe and everybody was like, Harry Potter has coronavirus, all this stuff. Turns out he never had it. And everybody no, that was, was like, yeah, he has so it. funny. He was like, guys, I literally don't. And so just, like, be careful who you trust. I think the first instance I remember of, like, misinformation on social media is the COVID oh 2012, 2012 video. I forgot about those. <laughs> like, I remember. I remember my English teacher in high school was like, oh my god, guys, like, I watched this video, like, you have to watch it. He literally made us watch it in class, and then, like, a month later, like, everyone found out it was fake, and also that, like, the guy that made it was, like, a child molester. so funny. And he was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. He was like, I do not condone this video, I'm sorry I showed you the video. It was, like, it was literally so funny. I was just like, it just goes to show you, though, like, because we get so much information from the internet, we're so much more likely to believe mm-hmm. anything that we see on it. And I think that's an issue. I think just like me in general, I rely so much on technology. Like if I'm driving, I like need my GPS. And like if I don't have it, I'll probably get lost. When like I could have known where I was going already if I had just paid attention. But I'm so focused on like where it's telling me to go and like the next direction that like I don't really recognize where I'm going and then it like just creates this dependency on technology which I think happens to a lot of people no, for sure like just this dependence dependence on technology social media all of it yeah honestly like I think social media is great but I think it does more harm and I think just like with honestly. most things in general it's just everything in modesty too much of a good thing just be careful yeah just like do it in moderation like if you want to do it if you want to look for, like, I don't know, like, an hour or so every day, that's fine. But, like, don't spend your whole day doing it. Like, make sure you're going for a walk or, like, painting or, like, working out or doing your nails or, like, something yeah. that's not looking but at But while you're moderating your social media use, you should make sure to go follow at Love You Mean It Podcast on Instagram. Yeah. Um, you can also give us some feedback on Apple Podcasts. You can leave a review you don't have to rate anything. You can also just give us a one to five star rating. We would really appreciate that. Yeah, just thanks for listening. We hope you guys could relate to some of the stuff that we were talking about. And just stay safe and healthy. And just make sure that your mental health is okay. And that you're not spending too much time on social media. But thank you guys so much for listening. And we will talk to you in the next episode. Love you, mean it. Love you, mean it.